This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer, a life coach, and a hypnotist. Buckle up as I take you on an intergalactic journey through the secret lives of starseeds. One quantum hypnosis session at a time. You ready? Let's do it. Hello, my star children. Uh, Before I jump into this podcast, I want to apologize for the audio issues I was having last week. It's very very frustrating. I had many of you reach out to me to let me know uh, that the interview or the uh, hypnosis session portion was not playing. So I fixed it and then I couldn't get the the, uh, feed to update for several days and so finally I just deleted it unpublished it and made a new one so that should be working now and uh, you can go back and listen to that if you missed out on that so this week I am talking with Lexi Beal she is an amazing sound healer and a coach as well a business energetics coach and so I wanted to bring her on the podcast because sound is one of those modalities that is important to many civilizations um, outside of Earth, such as Vega. Uh, That's really where sound healing was kind of developed initially. Initially. (laughs) That's an interesting way to say that word. Um, And so... I thought it would be really interesting to talk to her about that. And um, we we kind of got on several other topics. We might have veered off course a little bit, but um, I thought it would be an interesting conversation for you guys um, to maybe listen to two different um, types of healers talk about healing as well and the healing journey and what that looks like for all of us. So I hope you enjoy it. And um, Lexi will be in Business Alchemy. If you're not in Business Alchemy, you can join on my website for those of you who are healers or um, coaches or, you know, anything like that. Lexi will be in there teaching a workshop that will be perfect for if you are having a hard time maybe speaking your truth in your business Um, you know, in your marketing, anything like that. We're going to bust through all of that. It's going to be awesome. Um, And yeah, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Gets a little silly at points, so fair fair warning. Uh, But yeah, next week I will have another hypnosis session for you. And I'm looking forward to that as well. Oh, one last thing I want to say, you can tell my brain is just jumping all over the place here, uh, is that we had the most powerful um, regression last week I held uh, on Thursday when I did Cosmic Consciousness. And holy cow, it was so, so powerful. I was so grateful um, that you, for those of you who, who chose to register or sign up or be there live, um, I did email out the replay so check your spam box. Some people have said it's been going to their spam box. So check there. And uh, yeah, it was it was amazingly powerful. 
everybody, uh, the experience that was had was meeting. It wasn't really a regression in the way that you think of, you know, maybe um, past life regression. It was actually more of like a really sacred experience where um, you were able to go to your home planet (laughs) and meet your star family and feel that love and get a special message from them. And it, it was just very powerful. We had a lot of people in tears and uh, I could feel the energy and the emotion through the screen. The, you know, the energy field was just so, so powerful. So it was a really amazing experience and I'm sure I will do it again. And with that, let's jump into the interview. All right. I am here with Miss Lexi Beal, and we are going to talk about sound today and a bunch of other stuff, probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going in. Yeah. I'm so excited. So, Lexi, uh, you might actually recognize her voice because my very first podcast episode had Lexi on it (laughs) all the way back when I had just started it. So, we're circling back around here. Lexi yeah she's it's the ring the bell episode that was Uh, it was so good changed my life (laughs) that was yeah that was really cool that was like right when I had started to integrate quantum hypnosis with my business clients and people who had businesses and things like that uh before I got heavy into the starseed stuff um yeah it was really cool it was a cool session oh my god really powerful yeah. So Lexi, tell us who you are. Hello, everyone. My name is Lexi Beal. I am a energetics and sound coach. Um, and I work with um, really powerful entrepreneurial women who really want to use their voice to speak the truth, speak their truth to ask for the things that they want to express themselves in the way that they want in the world. And I do that with sound work, which is really, really powerful. I love it so much. And I can't wait to share all about it today. (laughs) Yay. Yeah. So, well, okay. So you guys probably don't know this about me actually, but this is one of the things that Lexi and I connected on was that I actually have a, my degree in college is in music uh, and I used to be an opera singer. That was like the career trajectory I was on um, mm-hmm. for a long time, for like most of the first like third of my life, maybe. Um, and so Lexi is a singer, too. And we connected on that level. And it's so cool to hear Lexi talk about um, singing and sound because she really goes back to the mechanics of using the voice as a healing tool, which, which is something that didn't really cross my mind until, until we talked and, and um, got into the sound healing stuff. Can you, can you just tell us, give us like the basics about sound healing and how we can use that uh, as a tool for healing and maybe even as like a complementary modality to whatever else we're all doing. Yes, of course. And I just want to say it was so crazy. All of the things that you and I had in common, we were just in the same mastermind together. We're like, yeah, 
wait a minute, you lived in San Diego? I lived in San Diego. Wait oh, a minute, you're an opera singer? I'm an opera singer. Wait a minute. Like, I know. What the hell is going on? So weird. <laughs> it was amazing because you, it's like I manifested you to help me. Yeah, and, and I manifested Go through that process. <laughs> yeah, it was so wild. Oh my God. Anyways, everything happens exactly purposefully. Yeah. Um, yes. So a little, a little sciencey jargon, but everything, all matter, including us, is made up of energy and vibration. Um, sound is energy and vibration, which means everything is sound. Um, and that includes like your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, all of those things. Um, and so the really cool thing about sound is I like to call sound like the skeleton of music. Mm, I love that. <laughs> and it's really sound the way that I use sound is like taking sound is like taking it all the way back to like the building blocks of language and expression. Mm. You don't even need words at all of any kind in order to release some stagnant energy in your body or express in the way that you want to express or um, heal yourself. You don't need words at all. You don't need to talk with your logical brain. You can just sit in your room and just make a lot of crazy sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh, you know what? I am, I'm so curious. So I've started to, um, like for me, when I want to go deeper into meditation, maybe I want to, you know, dip into maybe a little bit of channeling or something like that. Mm. What I've been doing lately that has been helping me a lot to really connect um, to my guides is, is using my voice um, yeah. and using, I have like a, a Pleiadian uh, contact <laughs> protocol uh, that Ooh. I use. Yeah. And it, uh, and part of it is, is through sound. Um, and so, you know, it's like, I kind of use that to get what I feel when I do it is it's like my whole, I feel the stagnant energy that's like mm. blocking me from connecting to higher realms. It just clears it out. And I'm so curious how that works or what your thoughts are. Yeah. It, it sounds quite literally shake things up in mm. your body. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's using actual vibrations from the most powerful healing instrument that we have, which is our voice. And I was sharing with you before this, how each one of our voices has been specifically designed and it has a very specific frequency that is used to heal our own bodies. Mm, that's so cool. And that's so, I know it's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> and so just like a simple, um, I do a lot of like vocal toning work with my clients, which is really just like a simple vowel sound, just one tone. Um, I love humming, you know, just a simple. Can really, really clear things up. And I actually invite everyone. If you're here right now, like pause this episode 
Mm. And just, just do take a deep breath and just do one long hum and tell me that isn't just so fantastic. Like feeling that in your body. Mm. It's like, it's like an immediate shift. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something also that came into my mind as we were talking is, um, like I, so there's obviously different registers in your voice. I always gravitate towards the low, low ones. I'm probably cause I'm a, <laughs> my, I made, a, I had the best career as an alto too <laughs> in my professional singing yeah. career because I, my voice is just actually, I can go high, but it's really powerful and low. You can probably mm. tell because I'm getting over being sick. <laughs> lower than usual. <laughs> I love it though. Um, but that's so for me, I usually gravitate towards really low sustained notes or um and also that kind of reminds me of it reminds me a lot of birth actually I didn't know we we're gonna go here in this conversation but you Ooh. know I used, to, I used to be a doula um and so as a doula like one of our the things we're always telling people um when they're in labor is you know make noise make noise make noise and yes. like keep your um keep your mouth really relaxed do you know you can do things like that Mm -hmm. keep things really low and primal. Um, and that helps our, our body actually click into the physiological process that just naturally happens when you don't try to force it. Right. Um, yeah, I'm so, I just, I'm curious, like what's up with the low notes and how powerful and primal those can be. Ooh, I just got the chills right now because the lower three, uh, like chakras, right? You have your root chakra, which is all the way down at the base of your spine. Then you have your sacral chakra, which is just below your belly button. And then your um, solar plexus, which is just above your belly button. And those are like your three lower chakras. And I'm the same. I mm -hmm. automatically gravitate towards those really low frequencies because they just, it feels so deeply comforting in my body you know, when you hear like a low, like you can just feel that like resonating all the way down. It's really grounding, mm -hmm. right? It makes us feel safe in our bodies. And that's kind of where everything starts, right? Is that like the, our base, like our sense of mm. belonging, our sense of safety. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Now this is making me think. So as starseeds, so many of us, me included, uh, I've gotten a lot better here. This has been the bulk of my work and my healing is, has been to ground myself to this yes. planet <laughs> mm -hmm. and not have one foot here and one foot somewhere else and not really be in either place. Right. Um, and so would that also be like a good technique to help us ground? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we do to ground? Tell me, please. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I mean, I, I constantly am uh, using vowel sounds again, right? Sound like we're just taking it back to like the absolute basics mm -hmm. of language and expression and words are just made up of vowels mm -hmm. and, and syllables and just chanting those things or toning those, those vowel sounds over and over and over again can really bring us into a state of, of groundedness. And I know, I think for, um, maybe a lot of star seeds, they can be like really up here. You guys can't yeah. see my hands, but they're like <laughs> floating around my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like really ethereal. Um, 
and you can have a really powerful deep connection up in your higher chakras. But if your um, if your sense of groundedness and safety is not stable, mm-hmm. it's it's going to feel really really shaky up there. You're going to feel yeah. like a building that's just kind of like wobbling back and forth. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things and, and you know what, you don't even, if this feels uncomfortable for you at first to even use your voice, just listening to some healing frequencies, sound frequencies of specifically made for the root chakra can really, really help. Mm, totally. So now I guess my question is what about for connecting, you know, kind of as I think a lot of us are kind of natural channels. Um, Mm. We do have access to higher realms, other dimensions, other entities that live elsewhere. How like, so if, if we're using these lower sounds to ground and activate our root chakra, what about then our higher registers? Is that going to help us kind of connect uh, to, to whatever is above us (laughs) and our crown chakra and our third eye? Oh, hell yeah. All right. (laughs) That's my answer for for everything. I can't even tell you how many times I've received or it's just been so crystal clear the voices or intuitive nudge or an impulse that I receive from either my higher self or my angels or the universe when I am deep in my sound practice. Mm. It feels like, well... I, I always use this phrase, but it's it's not this violent. It, it feels like it did they just like they just like punch it right into your brain or, or punch it right oh, into your uh-huh. heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like boom, there it is. Mm. And it's like, oh shit. That's powerful. Okay. Like I can feel this impulse to do something or feel this voice or feel or or um I'm receiving this message like really, really clearly. Yeah. And the reason that is, is when you are using sound or you are using your voice, you really are like opening up this like pathway to, I wish everyone could see my hands. I use my hands a lot. I make a lot of like pretty like <laughs> movements <laughs> to yes. represent vibration. Um, but it creates this kind of like energetic vibrational pathway for those things to just drop straight in for you. Yeah. It's a channel. You're just opening a channel. Exactly. Yes. So cool. But like lit, you're literally doing it with sound and vibration. Yeah. It's so interesting because I I've been looking back, you know, kind of at my, my uh, earlier life and things like that. And, you know, I believe that as starseeds, each one of us is a channel in a different way, right? We have different ways that we channel. Um, and so for me, I think it was through through singing, through voice. I have I've had yeah. so many spooky experiences singing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and um and also other people have, you know, it's like I have this weird talent. I don't know if it's a talent, ability, whatever it is, where it's like when I I I can make grown men cry, like when I sing, and it's just like it's like literally like it feels like I am channeling some other experience, entity, whatever. It's like my whole body is just it feels like it's just like alive and lit up and I'm having this intense emotional experience when I yeah. sing. And so um, 
I never really understood. This came through in a hypnosis session when I asked about my singing uh, um, and my higher self said, you know, it's, yeah, it's because you're a channel. Like those are the moments when you're a channel. Um, I'm just so curious what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. Oh my God. It made me think about, okay. So when you're singing, right, you are so deeply in tune with, you're just like vibrating passion and mm -hmm. love and mm -hmm. connection. Yeah. And so your energetic field is just like this massive field of passion and love and, so cool. and like connection. Mm -hmm. And because you're vibration is so powerful. Everyone else that you're singing to is in training to your frequency, which is why they can feel it so deeply. Oh, wow. And that it makes me think of, it's almost like we're on the same field, like the same energy field. We're all sharing that same field. Um, and, you know, I, I always was drawn to a lot of arias and songs about like grief or loss or like mm -hmm. really heavy, powerful things. Um, yeah. And so yeah, it would just be this really kind of almost magical experience where everybody, oh, okay, I have this crazy story. Um, Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> so, you guys, I'm geeking out so hard on this. I love, yeah. love, love this. So I, I was in this professional <laughs> chorus for uh, many years. You could actually probably look it up. I have some, there's some music videos where I'm singing in them. If you, if you want to stalk me. Oh, uh, I'm going to find it. It's called a uh, Soccer Profana. Uh, mm. and we, we sang a lot of weird avant-garde music that was really fun, but we, um, we did a lot of, a lot of different things. Um, but we also sang, uh, we would sing just like really powerful music with really, really crunchy harmonies. Mm. Um, and we did this one concert series where we were at a, um, it was a, it was a like a homeless uh, school for homeless kids. And so we performed at the school and we collaborated with these um, dancers and mm. they were like modern dancers. And so they oh. it was like this like, oh, my gosh, it was like the the synergy between uh, the chorus and them. It was like insane. It was like this um, powerful, powerful, powerful experience. They were you know, kind of expressing what it was like to, you know, it was like, um, a, 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 they were kind of channeling this, like the emotion of like what it's like to be homeless as a child. Uh, and that was kind of what they were doing. And we were singing yeah. this like beaut. I could cry. We were singing this like beautiful song. Um, that was mostly vowel sounds actually. It was, uh, in Latin and it was just super crunchy Amazing. and it was like so resonant and it was just the most holy experience I've ever had performing because there were just times where, you know, we do this concert over and over and over again throughout the course of a day as people, different audiences would come in. And I just remember this one time and it was like 20 people in the audience. We were all, and they were immersed with us. They weren't like, you know, yeah. in the audience and we were up there, we were all together in this field that we created. It was like, everybody was just bawling like Ugh. bawling and you could feel this like the energy was completely insane and um it was just like the most sacred holy experience I think I had ever had at that point in my life that's so amazing and and just think about that right you have all of these beautiful voices 
just there's different frequencies and different vibrations. You guys are like moving all of this energy. And then you have the people who are using their body, mm -hmm. right? Like emotion is just energy in motion. And you just have yes. all of this energy just like moving and moving and moving. So it's, it's literally impossible for the people watching not to feel that. Yes. Yeah. And it, and it was, it was so healing. It was so yeah. healing. Like everybody left and was like, like nobody, we, we'd go like off, you know, back into the other room or whatever. And none of us would even speak, you know, it was just like, everybody was so deeply moved and healed from the experience. Um, and it just really showed me at least how like powerful sound and music really can be to heal our souls and our, you know, e even if it's not like tangible necessarily, it's like you experience it, you feel it. Yeah. It shifts things uh, for you. That's so good. And I want to let everyone know who's listening you do not need to be a singer or have any sort of musical talent mm -hmm. or whatever in order to use sound as a tool for healing. Yeah, um, Monet absolutely. and I are both can sing, but if you saw my sound practice, it's <laughs> literally just a bunch of like, <laughs> like yeah, it doesn't have to be pretty. <laughs> it's literally not. It's not pretty. <laughs> but it it works and it feels so good. And I I mean, if we just think about it right here, we all use sound so often throughout the day without even realizing. Mm. Right? Like every time, ah, there you go. Mm. Oh, mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like whenever we hear something that deeply resonates, we go, mm, or when we enjoy something. Uh, that we're eating, we go, mm, or, um, you know, whenever we want to self-soothe, we go, mm. it's just like, we're constantly making sounds. And before we even brought language into this world, how are people communicating before? Right. I'm sure it was just a bunch of crazy ass sounds like, <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, uh. yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and so I think, especially like in our in this society we live in, you know, we're so used to like praising this really beautiful put togetherness and acceptability. Use your words. Right. Um, don't be too loud. Like just sit there and be quiet. Mm -hmm. And the work that I do, I mean, we just, I think we have like this really deep fear of um, doing this work because it's quote unquote too primal or too right. crazy. It feels scary. Or it's, it's unpredictable and it's yeah. like, yeah, and it's beautiful and it works really fucking fast. Right. For <laughs> yeah. I was going, so I wanted to talk too about how, um, you know, <laughs> as star seeds, as we are a lot of you out there and I have gone through this journey as well, uh, have come into owning this as part of our identity right? Owning that we are a starseed, that this is, you know, <laughs> all the crazy things that come with that, like, um, you know, <laughs> uh, the, that have just become normal to me now. But, you know, accepting that our, this is not our, Earth is not our home planet, you know? Um, and I, I think that it can be kind of terrifying when we mm -hmm. really own that. 
Because what that means is that the people around us may not understand that. Yeah. And I have found it very, very healing to use my voice um, in a, in a literal way, you know, to talk about my experience. Um, and so I would just love to talk about maybe how for, for some of us, you know, for, I think it's the throat, you know, it would be considered the throat chakra. I feel like I know that I, I think I had a big block there for a long time. That has been a lot mm. of my work as a, as a entrepreneur, right. Has been to be able to actually speak my, speak my truth, right. Yeah. Without wanting to, <laughs> without crawling under a rock and never returning. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the process too, though. We've all right. Done it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I, I guess I haven't shared a lot about that. You know, um, I, it, that has been Lexi knows because we are in the same mas- business mastermind. So she's seen me mm-hmm. be, being like, I can't do this. I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I can do this. Likewise. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> if I want to do this. Right. Um, to, to now, I'm kind of, I just actually do not care. <laughs> like I could say a crazy thing and it it doesn't. Yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm no longer a secret star seed. People in my life know that this is who I am, you know? Um, well, how can we unblock this throat chakra or like, what are the mechanics of that? I'm just curious. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it- everything is so deeply connected, right? Like, I think a really important piece is making sure that you feel safe and grounded, right? Those lower chakras is really, really important. Um, And a lot of the times for like expression, we, we can tend to go straight to the throat. But I find that a lot of the um, a lot of the work that we need to do is kind of in our heart space, which is the Mm. chakra just below, like, before we can go out into the world and just like say all the things and be fully expressed and da 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 da, yeah. right? We need to be able to acknowledge our own inner desires, acknowledge our own needs, our own wants to ourselves, to and for ourselves first. Yes, that is so good. Because um, if you can acknowledge those things to you, literally out loud, just to yourself, and how the hell are you going to do that right in front of millions of people <laughs> on a big stage <laughs> right um yes yeah the the metaphor that i use in um i i do some of this in business alchemy i hope people you know kind of unblock this move through the fear of being yourself um mm. and so the way i think about it is it's like a giant tree where it's like we have to have big, strong roots in the ground. Otherwise, we are just going to topple over if a light wind blows, right? So it's like (laughs) being able to like balance the, um, it could be the internal work with the external work is one way of saying it, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, or or it could be like grounding ourselves so that we can, you know, go out there and be an example of someone who, you know, wants 
to have a positive impact on the world. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. You need those roots. That's like where everything starts, Mm -hmm. you know, where so many of us are working from top down, like from the mind and then to the heart and then to the root. But it's like, no, it it works from down up. Oh, I've Um, never thought of it that way. Yeah. From the, from the root, from the belonging, from the safety, stabilizing that area and then working your way up. Um, I think is like really, really important. And I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Hold on, everybody, while I reconvene with my (laughs) working from the bottom up. Um, What were we talking about before this? Uh, You're asking the wrong person. My brain, (laughs) my brain, I'm like a goldfish. (laughs) Well, I had so many good things. And like this, this conversation is so good. And you know, there's like all these things that you want to say. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah. Being able to acknowledge, what were we talking about? Okay. Acknowledge the things to and for yourself. Mm. And then, you know, like before you can go out and speak all these things into the world. And um, I think that's why I love my work so much and why it is so powerful is because I take it even a step further before that, which is, like I said, not just being able to acknowledge and verbalize our own needs, wants, desires, and things to ourselves. But even before that, just allowing ourselves to use sound to Mm. move whatever is like happening in the body and all the things. Um, Yeah. Hopefully we can get back on track with, with that. Yeah. No, that actually, (laughs) that brings up something that I want to talk to you about, which is um, I know Lexi, you've done a lot of work on safety, right? Safety and being yourself. I think that people uh, who are listening can definitely relate. You know, it's like when we own this identity, uh, it can feel unsafe. It can feel unsettling. Mm -hmm. And so how can we, I know you've done so much healing work and you do that with others as well. What, how can we get to, I mean, I have my own kind of thoughts on on safety, but Lexi's like, she's done so much work on it. I know that she's got, <laughs> she's like, I'm so tired of doing this. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm ready. Um, oh. Yeah. So how do we, how do we feel that safety so that we can be ourselves? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you were, you're obviously, we're in the same mastermind together and I shared in there and I've even shared on my Instagram account that like the last 10 months for me have been like this radical slowing down, Mm. radical slowing down. The universe is like, okay, girl, (laughs) (laughs) this is what we're doing. Okay. It's gonna, it's gonna be a slow um, process, but this is so purposeful and, and for my absolute highest timeline and honestly like looking Mm. back it felt like those 10 months were fucking like 50 years long (laughs) (laughs) and now I and and there was so much like beautiful moments I mean I even explained like there was a lot of really deep hard um healing but also at the same time along with that I have been able to experience some of the most profound joy and gratitude and pleasure and excitement and all the things at the same time. Mm. And 
y'all are catching me a couple weeks out of that 10 months where I have the energy again to just like let my freak flag fly out in that's hard to say wow freak flag fly, flag fly. <laughs> out into the <laughs> out into the world um and I let myself I let myself really, really slow down. Um, Of course, there were moments where I wanted to resist um, Mm. that slowing down, but I'm so glad that I let myself be in that place. Um, And through that whole process, I realized like the most important piece (laughs) was like granting myself the consent to receive. And that comes along with like safety, right? I, I think, yeah. you know, we can all get stuck in the drama. I've so been stuck in the drama of like, how much more healing do I need to do? God damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, I, and I swear, I swear I did not skimp on my healing. I let myself go, go to the places that I needed to go. So I was like, yeah. how long is this going to take? <laughs> you know, like, this is so hard. Stop telling me that it's supposed to be easy. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I went through it. I really, really did. And then on one of my most recent um, healing journeys, I received this like message as I was baptizing myself in the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It hit me that there was nothing that I was missing and there wasn't any more healing that I needed to do. I'm like fully worthy and deserving. And the only thing was that I needed to give myself the permission to receive. And I was like in the ocean with all of my clothes on guys because, you know, mushrooms. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, oh my God, I could feel this like powerful shift in my actual body where that permission had become fully embodied Mm. like fully integrated like into my identity into my being Mm -hmm. right because there's there's a difference between um like understanding and your logical brain you're like, oh, I'm safe. I am ready to receive. I want all the things and da 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 da. But then your body's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, that's scary. true. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was at that point that this full on just like shift and utter embodiment of safety and um, the willingness to to let myself finally let in the things that the universe has been dying to give me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Um, yeah, I think that it can kind of feel like, oh my gosh, the healing never ends. And it's like, we're not supposed to have, uh, we're not supposed to have the things we want until we're totally healed. Right. I, I, I see a lot of people who are like, how can I, um, how can I find, find what it is I need to heal or like, you know, it just kind of becomes the mm-hmm. cycle where we kind of get stuck. Um, and our, I think it's like, we're kind of blocking ourselves from allowing in and manifesting what we actually want because yeah. it's like, I think the subconsciously what the, what the belief is, it's like, I'm, I'm not ready, but 
I believe we're, we're always ready, right? We're never going to be completely healed. Um, if we spend our whole life being like, oh, I can't go out and do the thing I want to do until I've healed this thing. Right. Um, such a load of crap. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) like let's heal and live, right. Heal and live our life, heal and slow down, heal and speed up. You know, it's like, it doesn't have to be one or the other black and white. You know, I talk about a lot about how human brains like this, like all or nothing black or white. Um, yes. But like, maybe life is just one messy healing journey. And the way that we, we just got to keep going and be not, I see so many people, especially in the, you know, entrepreneurs uh, or, you know, healers, coaches, where it's just like, yeah, you get kind of stuck. Yeah. Because we're, we're waiting for this completion Mm. Um, but like how can we move towards you know taking full advantage of this earth lifetime right experiencing Mm -hmm. all of the things we want to experience and balance that with um our own inner work do you have any thoughts on that yes also that was just wisdom you just spewed right people please do not get so caught up in your own healing <laughs> that you forget to actually live, to live. your life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Can I pause for a second? I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. Um, yeah. That This was a huge, huge message um, that came through. If anybody's heard my episode, I want to say it's number 18 or 19, um, ET Contact Part 1, when I connected with my parallel self. That was the big message that came through for her. You know, I was so scared because I'd been so sick for so long Mm. and I had felt like I had to be in this bubble all the time. And I just, all I had to do was work on my healing and I couldn't go out and live um, because I was so afraid of, you know, getting more sick or having, you know, something like that happening. And so her message, like she gave me some tough love in that hypnosis session. And she was like, girl, you have to live. Like you have to live. You can't keep hiding or just being so focused on self-preservation that you forget to live. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's what I wanted to say. So good, right? Like, I think so many of us are living, it's so beautiful that we want to heal, right? And that we are like shifting these generational patterns and dismantling all of these like internalized voices, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But if we're only ever looking through this like lens of healing or pain, then we never actually allow, that's all we're ever doing. All we're ever doing is healing. All we're ever doing is experiencing pain or all we're ever doing is trying not to experience pain. Right, yeah. Trying not to suffer and mm-hmm. then like this whole other 50% of your life gets like pushed away. Yeah. Like the, the, your, the pleasure, the pleasure of, of life. Yeah. And I think what I found too, is that like, oh shit, like I can, I think a big practice for me has been like 
allowing myself to, and when I say pleasure, I mean all the things, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. all the things that make you feel good. We're not just talking about like sex and orgasms, yeah. (laughs) which I think most people, but totally. Associate with pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Um, And what was I saying? Yeah, like a big practice for me is like allowing myself to experience pleasure even when it's, not convenient or when it's not perfectly timed or Mm. when I'm still healing or when it's inconvenient. Cause I think sometimes we, we put off our own pleasure because it's, it's not the right time. And I have these things to do and, Oh, I don't feel as good. And when I feel better, I'll do it. And it's like, no, do it then. That's exactly the right time. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, it's so good. Um, yeah, I want to say like when, so when I shifted right after my, uh, parallel self, kind of like <laughs> gave me some tough love. Um <laughs> love it. Yeah. Then then I was like that it was instant, right? Instant. It was like mm-hmm. the quantum leap happened there for me, um, which sometimes happens in these sessions where it's just like, oh, okay, that gap is closed now. Right. Kind of like how for you it was the fear um in using your voice, right? You had that yes. quantum leap too with the hypnosis. Um 100%. and so and so um <laughs> it was it was just like I, that was when I started just like you were saying, letting in these experiences that I had been withholding from myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was actually when I started to get better. Ooh. Like it was a clear, clear shift in trajectory. Yeah. Because I, I didn't realize how much I'd been withholding from myself because I was afraid that I would break. Mm. and then when it was like when I let that in the good things in my life the experiences I wanted to be having then it was like my body started to catch up and it was wild um because like if you even look like from here to a year and a half ago you know I was quite literally like in you know, I was in a wheelchair at that time. A lot of the time I was really, I I was just, I was on, I was on lockdown essentially, you know, in in my own home and watching the world pass me by. But it was like, once I started experiencing these things and allowing myself to heal and allowing more information to come in and advocating for myself, you know, it was like, I didn't have to be either or. Like I can, yes, I can it's, live. it's not like the absence of pain, then you can have pleasure. It's like, yeah, no, no it doesn't work that way. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny how our brains uh, work. Yeah. <laughs> brains like are like, get you rid can't of all this both. pain and then. Then that's when the good stuff's going to come. But no, it's, it's not how it works. No, it's so ass backwards. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, wait, I can like. I can live my life. I can have an amazing life and still deal with, you know, a, a level of disability. And I don't have, because that's what my, my parallel self was like. She was like, you are not as fragile as you think. You need to get out yeah. there and and live and have those experiences that you want to be having. Mm, it's like your ener- your energetic field before was like, Oh, I'm fragile and I'm healing and I'm healing and I'm yeah, healing and I'm yeah. healing. <laughs> and then you shifted it to like, oh, I'm living my life. Yeah, I'm still healing, but I'm living. And because you like shifted your energy 
-hmm. like so rapidly, it allowed for you to actually heal in like the physical in the physical sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably the energetic sense, maybe that's what kind of gave me like that boost, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. because yeah, it's crazy how our energy bodies, it's like you start once that life force is like flowing again. Um, cause I felt like a candle that was like about to be blown out. Like that's the only way I can describe mm. it. That's how I felt yeah. for so long. Um, and then there was like a big shift there. It was like, oh wait, I have life force again. <laughs> I may not be perfect. I may feel like garbage, <laughs> like 50% of the time, but like I have, I have life force and you can probably hear it too between now and like my initial episodes. Like, oh yeah, there's such a big difference too. Yeah. And that's actually a huge piece of like my process in my coaching program, right? It's like, and something that we don't always think about is I think a lot of people think like, oh, once I'm able to speak my truth out into the world and ask for the things I want and all the things, I'll just feel totally normal and safe. Like, <laughs> right. <those> things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, you've been fracked. I mean, yes, that's like a step in the right direction, but we need to practice allowing ourselves to receive pleasure and joy and fun and playfulness, all the things that you're looking to experience as you're going through this healing process, because otherwise it's going to be really hard to actually deeply let in those very things that you have been asking for. Yes. You know what that, uh, an analogy that came into my mind was like, it's like, uh, this is probably going to date me, but, um, you know, he had like <laughs> old computer that was like running windows 95 and it's like your first, I remember computer, that. you know, uh, windows 98, you know, if you're really fancy, um, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you know, swapping out the computer for a new one, but you're still running on windows 95. You know what I mean? It's uh. like, <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's not going to magically fix anything. And awful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That's so good. I do love that analogy. <laughs> and cheers. I was also around for that time. Too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's like an, a practice. I mean, and that was something that kind of caught me off guard, quite honestly, because mm-hmm. I did all that healing work and I use my voice. I am able to express myself so much more freely than I ever have before. Um, even now I still think I'm like both of us even are still like scratching the surface. Yeah. Right. Which is so fun to think about. Right. Um, like how many more levels will, you know, um, Mm -hmm. kind of expand into and yeah, it's like when I actually started receiving the things like in real time, I was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It can be jolting to the nervous system. Yeah, because it's not over there anymore. Like one day I'll have it and all the things. It's like, you know, um, like having really beautiful, like friendship. There's just so many things that once they're here, that's like the practice is like really, really letting in all of these beautiful things. And I'm now able to do that with minimal to minimal to no resistance. There's still right. resistance. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's such an important piece. I mean, I hope people take away from this that like, please, please, please do not allow yourself to only be in a constant state of healing. 
Like you are allowed to experience so much pleasure at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, when, um, one thing that I, I have always kind of, I guess I used to resonate with this, but my mindset has changed so much over the past few years is, you know, people say like, Oh, I'm a work in progress. Right. Like, Mm. you know, and people kind of get caught in this space where it's like, um, self-development, self-development, like my whole life revolves around self-development and this, the, the message you're subconsciously sending yourself is that I'm not worthy right now. Yes. And so I, you know, I've completely changed the way I think about that. Right. It's like, I'm always worthy. I'm always whole. I'm always a perfect, perfect being. Right. Yes. And always, um, pure and perfect. Right. I think there's so much deconditioning to do, um, Mm -hmm. because we, in this society, it's like, you always have to be doing, you always have to be achieving, you always have to be striving for the next goal and blah. And so <laughs> blah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for starseeds, especially, we don't necessarily, at least as far as I know of my my base, is that like we don't resonate with that kind of muggle stuff anyway. You know what I mean? So exhausting. It's too hard to it's we know that it's dissonant, right? Mm-hmm. To to what we were meant for. And to be honest, it's probably because on other more evolved civilizations where we come from, it's not like that. <laughs> like capitalism <laughs> does not exist. And so uh here, you know, at least we're in this late stage capitalist society, it's like mm-hmm. it can feel so so it can feel like it's breaking our soul over time to try to um, try to to be in that cycle and always being more productive and always being better and always waking up earlier and always working out more and always doing all the things. <laughs> Lexi's face. Oh God, I am so I'm so proud of being someone who doesn't set an alarm in the morning. and I have a very very indulgent morning routine that all of the like hustle culture mindset wake up at 5 fucking a.m people would be like well you're lazy and unmotivated I'm like you know what I like drinking my tea and then making breakfast and then going down to the pool and then drinking coffee with my boyfriend while we watch tv before I start work (laughs) like that is how It's very slow and very indulgent and it's amazing. It's like four hours and I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And, and of course, not everybody might be like an entrepreneur that can set their own schedule. Of course, of course. (laughs) But, but I think the point is like, we, you know, there's no virtue in being a more productive person. (laughs) Like we need to uncouple, uh, virtue moralism what the, I'm not I'm not speaking of the right words but virtue right mm-hmm. or morals with being um like a better better at being a person like it's not more virtuous to yeah to do yoga every day and 
and you know, if it's like, do what lights you up, do what makes you feel good, find your own inner authority, be connected to your own intuition, your higher self, because only you know what's right for you. Don't outsource that to other yes. people in the self-development industry who are saying you need to do this or that or this or that. <laughs> yeah. There's no fucking, you don't get a trophy for like doing all of those things unless in your mind that trophy is like the validation that you're seeking mm -hmm. in all of these external things instead of just being able to to validate and feel sufficient within yourself and yeah I really think a lot of that is I think so many of us don't even realize that a lot of that can be just really performative mm -hmm. um I don't even think we realize that we're doing that or a lot of us do realize that we're doing that we're only putting out half truths Mm -hmm. Right. And the, like our, our, our actual truth, our heart's desires get stifled and just shoved down, which right. is why I think, right. Which is why I think we get stuck in this like hustle, hustle, hustle. I mean, we're just trying to like perform in all of these ways that we think other people might approve of or like, or will feel like we belong, but like, you're just slowly kind of dying inside <laughs> yeah and you know what also that just kind of brings me to performative spirituality mm, oh my gosh Don't you know started um, on that. <laughs> <laughs> in the space you know where it's like we live in this um culture where you know it's like we have the gurus on instagram or or podcasts or whatever um you know, say, you you know, this is what you're, this is how you do, this is what you do to be, you know, <laughs> raise your vibration or <laughs> to go, go get to 5D or like whatever, whatever the heck. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I just think that that's like the commodification of spiritual, uh, of spiritual practices that maybe are meant to be more individualized yeah what do you think I would I absolutely agree agree um it's like the purpose of these practices aren't to you know look better on the outside to all these other people like they're meant for um they're meant for remembering who the fuck we are. I love that. <laughs> yeah. this, this, that's all that this is. It's just a remembering of like taking ourselves back home to ourselves. Yes. Not mm. for anybody else. Right. I mean, the people around you will be affected by like the magic of you remembering who you are, but oh. that's not like the, the purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it can be a part of the purpose, actually, right? Because it's a beautiful thing to be able to um, to have people want to to have people see you shifting mm -hmm. your life in such magical ways that it makes them want to go out and be like, wow, I want to do that, too, for myself. Right. That's amazing. Yes. And also, I think that the way you get there is not by having like the, the most immaculate morning routine or like, you know what I mean? It was funny. Uh, like you do not wake up with that super cute 
whatever outfit and robe <laughs> and like perfectly blushed cheeks like get out of here I, we all have like stinky breath and we look have crusty I know we're eyes all, and... we're all human at the end of the day like <laughs> <laughs> at least in this lifetime exactly um, yeah it was funny I was um interviewed for a magazine uh as like a spiritual entrepreneur rising spiritual entrepreneur or something and um some of the interview questions were just kind of <laughs> it just kind of rem reminded me how how different maybe our viewpoint is from a lot of people in the wellness industry mm -hmm. and spirituality industry because you know some of the questions were like oh well what's your what's your morning routine or your evening routine to you know boss up or whatever <laughs> and so you're like, uh, you're like, whatever the fuck I feel like. Does that answer your question? Like, well, uh, my body doesn't work half the time. So I just make sure, you know, I take a couple weed gummies in the, in the evening so that I can actually sleep. Otherwise, I don't sleep. And then in the morning, I drink a bunch of coffee so that I can function and, you know, meditate uh, if I if I have the time. You know, it's just like. It's like, yeah. I don't know, I know what you're looking for, but unfortunately I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have well, and I think perfect like, answer for you. There, there are so many people who do have routines like that. And I actually practiced for a solid year and a half when I still lived in Oceanside. I woke up at 6am. I went straight to my meditation. I did like movement in the morning and I'm a movement at night kind of girl. I think it's because of like being a gymnast and always doing like mm. night workouts. Even when I was weightlifter, it was always at night. So I prefer night workouts yeah um I did all of that for a solid year and a half and by the end of that year and a half I was like I fucking hate this <laughs> <laughs> you're like burnout <laughs> this is not I want to sleep I want to sleep until 8 30 mm -hmm. like that's what I want to do yeah and then and then I'll get up and and do the things that I want to do so for some people that does work but I think for so many people out there they're looking at these like quote-unquote perfect morning routines like that's the standard or it should be the standard yeah and it's just not you don't have to it's just, <laughs> it's just unnecessary if it's not if it's something that you really want to try out please allow yourself to go ahead and yeah, do that absolutely but if you decide after you know I always say like it's really important to try something out for a minimum of three months like 90 days like really mm -hmm. let yourself commit to that thing for at least 90 days. And if after 90 days, you're like, no, I, I hate this, then, then stop. Um, but yeah, did we get off topic? Uh, I love this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny. We could, I'm sure we could talk for like hours and hours um, about oh, all really? the things I, I wanted to say. Oh, one note on that was, is just that, like, I think that at the end of the day, you know, yourself best, you know, your body best. And so don't try to conform to somebody else's standard, <laughs> you know, because yes. I used to be that type of um, I had a bit of rigidness in my own wellness. Um, I dealt with actually, I don't think I've ever talked about this. I dealt with orthorexia for a couple of years, um, oh. which if you don't know what that is, it's like it's an eating disorder where it's like you're so hyper focused on being um only eating like clean foods or like specific foods that it's like you end up with a lot of anxiety if you mm. break from that um, and become kind of obsessive about it and want to control, you know, all of the 
what you put in your mouth all the time um, for health reasons. And so because I tried to use diet for a long time to um, heal my body (laughs) until I finally realized that it was beyond anything a diet could fix. It was actually like, oh, it's energetic. Would you look at that? (laughs) Right. Or just a lot of other things as well. I know you have a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because it was actually genetic and nobody. Yeah. uh, diet couldn't help that. But so, um, I guess my point was just that, like, I don't know what my point was. My point was that you, you, you know yourself best. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to tie this actually into a certain galactic civilization that struggled with this actually, which I oh. actually hype, I hypothesize that Lexi is a vegan. Um, <laughs> because the vegans were very uh I know we we've had like been meaning to do a, a starseed hypnosis session for months yes. and just haven't done it um but yeah I think I know what she's going to find out but um yeah because the vegans were very drawn they were very 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 powerful sound healers um so any of you out there who are drawn to sound or different um types of spiritual technology modalities that's like the vegans thing um, they were so the cool. um, civilization that when after the Draconian Wars in Lyra that I was involved in, uh, things kind of split off. The Lyrans went different places, colonized different star systems. Some went to the Pleiades and some went to Vega. Vega, if if Lyra is the masculine polarity, right, of uh, kind of how a civilization, civilization expresses itself, uh, Vega is the feminine polarity. And um, they're and very more deeply spiritual. Um, so with the vegans, they got over uh, they they it, it kind of um, went too far with that, where the spirituality instead of being more organic, led by yourself and your soul and your higher self went into this more rigid, exactly what we're talking about, rigid, Mm. um, you know, it's like spirituality comes through routine and comes through um, these external things Mm -hmm. that you're supposed, yeah, consistency, all these things you're supposed to do. And that is what being spiritual means. So they had to work through that as they awakened as a society. But those of you who come from vegan lineage, might st- especially the ancient lineage might still have some of these patterns of um you know just kind of like we were talking about you know for me I-, I i don't have vegan lineage but um but it could show up as like for example the orthorexia that i mentioned or this kind of like needing to have a strict 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 spiritual practice but that's not that's not where that's not how you necessarily connect to source right source is within it's within you all the time yeah you don't need a hundred million. You don't need a like matcha latte and <laughs> yeah. a, and a yoga, uh, you know, a one hour yoga session and a, I don't know what else, <laughs> all the things, uh, and a, and a fancy water bottle with crystals in it or and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like that, hey, go for it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's but, cute. But and uh, you know, and a, a green smoothie, and I, I mean, I can think of a hundred different things, right? But that Literally. is that is not 
That's not how you connect to source. <laughs> you can no. always, always, always connect to source. Source is always within you all the time. Yes. You don't have to be a better person, be better at being a person, a more spiritual person to connect to the source that always lives within. Yes. I love that. And if anything is ever, that's how you know, right? If anything is ever coming from like a should place. Yes. Look for shoulds. Look for shoulds. If you're thinking this is something you should be doing. Yep. Tap into like what you'd rather be doing instead. Yes. <laughs> what feels good instead. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So we should wrap up. Um, because yes. We could talk for much longer, but um, let's talk about what, uh, how you can find Lexi, how you can connect with her. And she has a couple special offers. So let's talk about that. Yes. And okay, I'll link so... all this in the show notes too. Sorry, interrupt. I'll link this in the no, show no, notes no. as well. <laughs> I think I think I might have been doing that the whole show too. So sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I have a very open throat chakra now, girl. So here same, we go. same. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign of our growth. Yep. Um, yes. Yeah, so every month I do a voice work circle at or around the full moon. Um, I know this isn't coming up out, I think you said until next week. Um, so you guys can catch the next one that's happening sometime in November. Those are free and they're just to kind of come to a place where you can really um, start to explore what it's like to use your voice as this instrument of healing. Um, again, there's no singing. You don't need any sort of like musical talent, anything like that. It's just a really gentle, um, beautiful practice to help you come back to harmony within yourself. And then if you'd like something a little more one-on-one, -on -one, I definitely recommend booking a somatic sound session with me. They're normally 111, um, but I felt being on this podcast, it would be really fun to give like a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Promo, is that right? Bonus, promo. Bonus, there you go. Um, of For the rest of October, those somatic sound sessions will be $88. So Beautiful. highly recommend booking one of those because they're really, really powerful for um, moving lots of energy in the body, like reconnecting with yourself. I've had people who have uh, channeled like really powerful messages or like mm -hmm. released a lot of emotion that's been stuck in their body. And so, um, so highly recommend. Awesome. And Lexi is also going to be, my next uh, guest expert in business alchemy for stars. So yay! <laughs> yes. So she's going to be doing an amazing workshop to help everybody in there learn how to free their voice in their business. Mm. And which is some of the most powerful work you can do. We've both been through this work together. <laughs> and Cheers. there's, there's, yeah, <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of, uh, freedom on the other side of that. Um, and, uh, your Instagram handle is. It is at Lexi Beal, L E X I B E A L. Perfect. Um, sweet. yes. And I just, I just had to add one more thing before we, before we go. Um, Ooh, yes, you're please. talking about the throat chakra. And so I, I did a, maybe like six months ago. Um, I did a, an aura, uh, reading and analysis, which was really, really cool. Um, so it wasn't just the photos, uh, cur 
Herculean photography, I think is what it's called, where it photographs mm. the aura, but you also, it reads yeah. your whole energy field and you put your hands on this device and it just like spits out this report for you as to what your chakras, so cool. which energy centers are about like underperforming, overperforming. Um, I really want to do it again since it's last time to see what the difference is, but <laughs> it was so interesting. The only chakra that was like overdoing it or it was like over powerful was my throat chakra. And I was just like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> like that's a, a testament to all the work I've done. <laughs> it's just so funny to see that, um, see that actually like physical <laughs> proof of that. It was just very, very interesting. Of that being so open. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, and if it's, you know, right. If it's, um, it's so interesting too. Cause like uh, the one last thing before we go, but uh, our bodies will always like, if something is overworked, like right, your physical body will manifest something um, so that you can almost tap into those other chakras. But now that you have it, and I know you resonate a lot with like the lower chakras, you can like tap mm. back down into those places. Mm. Um, but I've noticed, or I've heard of people having like an overactive throat chakra. And then all of a sudden they're like, I've been losing my voice. I'm not sick, but I just lose my voice out of nowhere. Oh I'm like, my God. I'm like, oh, that's so second. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my voice last weekend and uh, out oh. of nowhere, I never lose my voice because I'm very conscious about how I speak um, mm -hmm. because as a singer, it's like, you know, you learn how to speak to support your voice and all the things. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that could be, that's your body's way of saying like, great, you have an open throat chakra, but now we want you to listen. Ooh. Like, shush. like shush for a second. Ooh. And yeah. just listen. Oh, just listen. Good. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. All right. I got some homework to do. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about that more when we get off this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so that we don't so go all day. Um, I know. Okay. Well, thank you, Lexi. And this has been an amazing conversation. Um, and I'm, uh, for those of you who feel called to, you can join Business Alchemy for Starseeds on my website. Um, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Monet. You're such a magical being. Okay, I'm oh, done. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. Are you curious now about your own soul's journey? Well, you can work with me and I have two different programs. Head to thestarseedawakener.com to learn more about intergalactic and business alchemy for starseeds. Bye-bye, friends. See you next time. <laughs>